who's been seeing Griper, 718-339-6020 or 347-563-0951. So as we get ready for Pesach, for Passover, there's a unbelievable excitement has to enter us. It says that at the time of Yisrael Mitzrayim leaving Egypt, there was such a, a love because from being servants of Paro, we became servants to Hashem. And a certain spirituality, uh, injection was put in every, every person to be so grateful to be who we are. I'm Kodosh. It stayed with us forever. Others say it came from the Avos. But it's a special spark. That's what you hear stories. A person so far away, so far away, but they tell him to step on a safer Torah, he can't. People give their lives to people so far, far away from their connection to the one above. Why? Because it's inside. It's inside. That's why Lel Seda. A person has to realize it's in him, in her. It's more than a spark. It's a forever and ever deal. When we left Egypt, and that feeling has to be stimulated, cleaned, and again revitalized to serve the boss. It's a night to clean up the act. It says our human body is made up of dollar you saw those four parts of the four parts. And that part, those parts are a person's body. And on this day, it's a time to generate the body to make it ruchni, a spirit, spiritual. And it's time to build up the simcha. Now we're all so busy with so many different things, but unfortunately, sometimes the focus is lost. Heard just yesterday, a woman was wording a line in one of the big supermarkets. Three wagon loads of food. And she was complaining. Oh, look, oh, I have so much, so much work. They wait online for who knows how long. Three wagon full loaded with food. And the one, the rabbi, was telling the story of this. He said, when he was younger, they got on Pesach. It was a whole different story about 60 years ago. He said, beans and potatoes. It was a whole whole different world, and yet we complain. I have to clean the house. So much work. You have a house. You have a house. You have a house. You have a house. The farthest thing from our minds. And it, Every area that we get busy, even money, for some reason, Shem pulls us out every year, every year, every year. All of a sudden, we're just making it, and all of a sudden, you got to spend another two, three, four thousand dollars Every year, we're being pulled out. Every month, we're being pulled out. Every day. So a person has to look. There's so many things. Think of your days, especially now with the busyness. Spring cleaning, so-called, too. And go over, step back, and look what you have. 
person is married, person has family, person has parents, person has friends. I'm part of Israel. What that means is also eternity. Everything you do, everything you say is eternal, forever and ever. So it's like re refocused. Sameach, be Sameach, be Basimcha in your endeavors. Because we have, we have, we have. But telling the boys of Yeshiva, we keep going over this over and over. We have to re mold our minds, or mold our minds. One block for Hashem, one block, thank Hashem, my toes, without toes be falling down, and knees that are oiled. And go throughout your whole body. One block. One boy says, very hard. One say, one boy, I didn't do it. The one the next day he told me he did it. He was so excited. One block. That's all. One block a day. After all, you can go, wait a second. Let me go over my, I have a place to live. And it's warm too. I have a bed too. Another block. After a while, you walk around. Instead of putting on, opening up the phone, instead of thinking about your bills, plenty of places to think about our problems. But a little bit, a little bit. Give the boss above a chance, and you'll see. So I'm molding your mind. He says, Hashem, please help and pull me out of some of the doldrums, and you'll see. He's going to pull. He's going to pull you out. It'll be different days. Again, a person can start from the beginning of the day. Man wakes up. You wake up. Nice bed. Nice home. Nice clothes. Breathing. And the air is fresh. The rain makes it fresh. And you're seeing nice colors. You're hearing birds, orchestra. And you're knocking in every day, every sun, after a while, the birds sound like an orchestra. The sight becomes delicious, the blue sky. But you feel warm, you'll see. It's going to feel comfortable. You're going to enjoy it. And you can thank the, the Eirishta. Use all your senses. When you taste your taste buds, you know what's taste buds? We have such a delicious, delicious food. We're so particular. And we get it too. Facebook make no sense. I only say thank you and enjoy. I want to serve you. It becomes a little different world. We can utilize the symbol of the yunt of coming. And the reality check, you know, inside there's a there's a rookness, there's a spirituality, it's beyond, beyond our imaginations. From the beginning, it's there. But it's time to like take away the layers. It means maybe I have to get more spiritual. Maybe I have to dive in a little harder. May I have to say more to Hillam. May I have to have a list of thank yous every day. Uh, you know, t 10, 20, 30 thank yous. Boys do that in Yeshiva. They still have it after 10 years. The, the thank yous. There's so much. Some people are a lot of blood of Gemara. Some people are chumish. There's so much you could do to serve Hashem, to, to be spiritual, to reach in beyond the layers to that part of you that is eternal, eternal. And this is the time of the year to do it. But we can't just walk in to say the night of the Passover. Stam, we got to practice now, now, now. And if we hear this talk in, in Pesach time, over and over and over. So it becomes all year round, Pesach. Then the Pesach becomes even better and better each year's head because the inside of it is becoming more and growing. And you, the vacas, you're clinging to the boss, becomes real. You're walking around with the boss. A whole different world. Because now we're serving the boss, serving Hashem. So start, whatever it takes, to say your thank yous. Whatever it says, 
that you could do that makes you excited about becoming close to appreciate, to do more, to live better. Go over, over. From your health, your family, your friends, your panasa. Again, t place to eat, place to live, safe streets, safe streets. Over and over and over. Make your list and do something to help the build that real clean. Because that's simple, that's simple, that's simple. The deep part of a person that's alive. And the second thing we keep talking about. Is ayin tova, ayin tova is big stuff. Having an eye looking positive at other people, but it can't happen. I love everybody. That doesn't last when someone steps on your toe or something you you see that irks you. You'll see the conversation. He cut me off. Oh, it happens all the time in this neighborhood. Everyone's cutting everyone off. All of a sudden, everyone's evil except for you. It's not like that though. But how do you build an ayin tova? We said years ago. Told me give people chizuk bemis. Go to somebody, shake their hand. Shaking hand, it says in all the books. It's a warmth, it's a camaraderie. camaraderie. It's a way to get close. And a nice, healthy handshake. Or hello, look with a smile. Not only people that you see and you know, but everybody, as much as you can, but start with the people you know. You see someone dobbins well, you say, ah, you dobbins so well. I wish I could. No one has nice children. Your children are so well behaved. That's chizuk, encouragement for the good. You get so much, so much. You could do it with someone in shul, someone in the grocery store. You could do it with someone waiting for the bus. There's always someone you could do it for. And we could start at home too. Chesed starts at home. Husband to the wife. This time of the year, so much. She's busy all year right now. She has 10 times as much to do at least, maybe more. Thank her for working. Thank you for cleaning. Thank you for all that she does. Every little bit. And get to when she says, we'll see, talk in a second, tells you to do something, you jump. Because what she says is important to you. So you jump. That's what you're telling you. You're building a body as you say yes right away. But to Ayin Tova, what happens is through your words, you're creating your own mind to see the good. Because you're looking for the good. Children, they do so many good things. They come home, they play. Especially the younger, and as even young teenagers, mentally among our, and they, they, there's a purity, a lot of purity. But keep it, keep it. You have a son who's learning and coming home and helping. Don't hone in on his, he didn't do the bed last night. He didn't help you in this. What about the things he helped you with? And your daughter, too, she's helping day and night now. Don't hone in, she forgot to do the floor. What about 99% that she's been listening? But say 99% of the time. So you're disappointed about the floor. You say, okay, we'll do the floor together. There's so much you can hold in on a child when they're little. Chizah, chizah, chizah. And I'm emis, true, real things. You build a child this way. So the more you have to say to a child, when you don't like something, I don't feel comfortable. Abba doesn't feel comfortable. Because they, they, they know. They know you have to tell every day to wake up or every day make your bed. It becomes uh, not a positive relationship. I told a story recently, uh, overhearing a uh, person talking to a rabbi about giving, uh, teaching someone, and I was right next to me, so I was listening, and how to teach, what to do, and when the person walked away, 
when the rabbit walked away, so I turned to the man. I, I heard the conversation right next to me. I said, it's not about the how to teach, but the relationship with the boy. So I said, who is the boy? My son. And when he, had it, when, he, when he had a test in the morning, he said, when he did well, gave him encouragement. When he, when he messed so he didn't do well on the afternoon, he yelled at him. And I was like watching this whole thing. It was a whole relationship. He wanted to play basketball. No, I don't play. I'm bike. I don't go. And so many relationships he, he could have formed by enjoying what the child enjoys. And unfortunately, it doesn't get better unless there's work. But some of the encouragement you can give your children on a daily basis. Give your wife on a daily basis. Give your husband. He wakes up 5.36. He goes to Daven. How do, you, how do you do it? And then you're working, you come home, and I see you're helping, and money is such a hard situation, and you're working. Give the husband his encouragement instead of honing in on what he's not doing. We mentioned the word always and never is so prevalent today. The mate doesn't do something, you always, or I always, and you never. But if you look, it's not always and never. Most of the time, it's not always and never. But it hurts. It hurts you. It hurts your way of looking at life. So the Ayin Torah is, you have to work on it. Work on it. You'll see through your mouth and through your actions, you'll start seeing people and get happy. Most of the people you see. And the ones that does, you don't feel comfortable, you see, you have to ask yourself why. Maybe something you have to help them with, something you have to help yourself with. It's a whole different world. But that's what, again, the holiday is about, the yonder is about. We all left together, two million. And the desert was uh, right next to each other. And it was getting along. How? Again, we're besimcha. And we're working and getting along. Who was the biggest get al getting along person? It was uh, Ira Cohen. Always look for the good. Oh, look, look, in any argument, you look for a good. He wants to make up. He wants to make up. So let's be Ira Cohen in our lives a little bit. It's a whole different world. Through your mouth and through your action, give other people chizik, encouragement, be'emis, and truth, honest. You'll see changes in yourself. You mold the mind. It's a whole different world. It's work. That's the other thing it's about. It's about work in that direction. It's called so-called the rukni. It's a spiritual direction. And we mentioned another thing. It was, it was a review. <coughs> and a man told me, his wife said, it's a good marriage in front of other people. And she said, because <coughs> we respect each other. And when she left, her husband said, respect is different. Let people think, I respect your opinion, I respect my opinion. You re no, one, no one listens to anybody in general. Not too much. Respect means accept. I respect my wife who she is 100%. And she tries to do the same for me. It's not so simple. But I mentioned a couple ones came to me. He complained about her nigga. She complained about him being cheap. When I met them both, I said, how could he be a better husband? I could be less cheap. How could he be a better wife? Stop nagging. Everyone knows already. You don't have to say anything anymore. You say. That's why the encouraging part. And accept, accept. It hurts sometimes. You bother with your husband. Bother with your wife. It's okay. So work on yourself. Work on yourself. And you'll see sometimes your own guy, but your own type, your own ego. Who knows? And sometimes that's the way it is too. But if you're looking at the good this lady and this man, children, the parents are doing, you'll see it outweighs it by far, far, far. That you have what you have because of each other for... It's a big thing. Accept, accept. It's time of the year when your mom's 
so cold, use the word vernacular, going crazy. She asked you to do something, yelled at you to do something. You forgot. And you're saying, uh, maybe you were never told in your mind. Yes, yeah, sure. Sorry, I'm going to do it. You're saying it to her. Your words are important to me, mommy. Your words are important to me, my husband, or my wife. And I'm going to jump to do it. You know what? That solidifies relationships. With all the different read books and everything else. You solidify. Your words are important to me. Of course I'm going to jump and do it. So you create. It's a whole world. A new relationship. And... With all this, we can make a new Kabbalah. Is there anything this year to up the ante? And that's with all this, with the Dank and the Abish, the thank yous, and with looking at people in the right sense, and learning to accept and deal. Most of the time, you used to go to Red Miller, certain things. He says, join the Kabbalah, go here, we all go through it. Accept doesn't mean you stand still. That means what do I do to try to help? And if you can't, you can't. But doesn't mean. In the same relationship with the man said he's, his wife says a good marriage. Weeks later, she said to her, she said to her daughter in front of the husband, you know, you never complained about this, 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 and this. And he said in his mind, I could have complained about this the last forty years. She probably complained to me about forty years. But why? <laughs> and what happened was the children see macabre, see acceptance, see getting along. That's how they're going to create their relationship. They're going to get the best of both worlds. Guy told me, his mother-in-law said, your children get the best of both of you. But that's what happens if you live like this. But next step, another step is Selah HaRav. Every family needs a rabbi. I was sitting, the 10 people at Millie said, everyone needs marriage insurance. Everyone was thinking, I don't know, never saw it in the phone book. Have a Rebbe for the family. Have a rabbi. After two or three years, keep him forever. So husband and wife, no. Now, not too late. Both you have the, you want a good relationship. And the Rebbe that knows you has a familiar little bit, gets to know you both a little bit, little by little. You might not get what you want right away. But there are good people out there. Call me up. There's plenty of good people that'll help. In the beginning, it'd be a little hard how they get to know you, you'd, but you'll see, you'll see. I know in a family, uh, they have a rabbi, and even a daughter, 17 years old, have a, got a biology region, what to do, Christ study on Shabbos. The daughter said, ask the rabbi. Rabbi's in this case, and whatever it was, said, no, you don't have to, don't worry, you'll do well, and she got a 90 on the region anyway. So the, the whole family sees it. And it's recently, a man, 15 years, he was, was learning and, and not making too much money. Even after a couple of years, the, the wife really wanted to, to work more. But he, keep, he continued his path for 13 years or whatever it was. And she was working. And if she wanted the certain life, okay, that's great. And it's hard, but at least you're both on the same page. But by not asking someone else, just his opinion, her opinion, 13 years went by with this tension. At the same time, they had no one to talk to. And he, he told me, I didn't buy her presents. I missed her birthdays. I go, you're, str you're striking out big time. 
even they're, they're warm to each other, you know, petered out. Then after 15 years, unfortunately, it's crazy out there today. You have to talk to the wrong person, order protections, and all of a sudden there's a lot of turmoil in families. Why? Why? There's someone directing their lives from the beginning. You don't get you what you want all the time. They would have been saved. Big time would have been saved. And now, people looking at her as, ah, what's going on? She needs the one therapist. She needs this. She needs that. I'm not sure. <laughs> we need training, urgent training for the husband immediately. And somehow now training for the lady that to be a little calm and patient that she'll hold on a little bit and both of them start working together. That's going to be hard now. Another story, a man with the money, he was so tightwad, he would watch every penny. She, even he knew through this through the computer how every penny she spent on a credit card. And she felt trapped everywhere. But no one listened. He didn't have anyone. She had no one to speak to. Years went by. Then she got called to him. Then she also went on strike. She had two people on strike. And what she did also, maybe shouldn't have done so fast, but... The help was for, you know, they speak to this rabbi, they speak to this person. It doesn't work like that. You need someone in your involved in your life. And, uh, unfortunate. Some of the men or women, they go on strike, you know, as far as uh, being close to each other. I, I do what I feel. If I'm in the mood or not, what are you talking about? There's a reason why Shem gave us a Torah and gave us a way of living and how to work, when to do. You have to ask and see how to improve, what to do about it. Make a decision on your own. The areas of money and the areas of your relationship with your husband or wife. Say <laughs> lacharav. There were some issues. Went there. People went to Rab Millie. He said, "Join the club. We all go through these things, and let's see how I work on it." And the women are cold. Men are cold. Rab said, "A man needs someone to put him on the carpet." Not literally, maybe literally. All of a sudden, it becomes different. I've seen it. Person arguing a little bit, let's call the rabbi. All of a sudden, everyone starts thinking about it twice to call the rabbi. Maybe we'll behave a little bit. But it's crucial. A man, the wife became pregnant right away. He, a number of men, they didn't know what to do. And unfortunately, it started, uh, they, they, they married the most beautiful lady, and then after that, he didn't know what to do. She, she was cranky and yelling, and he was, and he didn't realize. She needs you a billion bomb percent. And you have to know. And he didn't know what to do. And she didn't know what to do. And it became a catastrophe. So these things are urgent. I know another man got married right away. The husband and wife, they had a rabbi. And usually a good rabbi is too. They know how to side. Many times they side with the ladies a lot. Because it deals with the house, therefore different things. And not spiritual things. It becomes a real rookiness thing. Where the children go to yeshiva. So then we have to... But the rabbi also was right there to try the best for you. It's a whole different life. You know, a man, when he got his job, started working, the rabbi said, oh, it's time to work. And then the wife, they were talking about getting a house. So the rabbi said, take an afternoon job now. <laughs> That's, you know, this is something to get a house is a, is a very good thing, very good thing for family. Eventually, he took a night job too. Why? Well, yes, the rabbi. rabbi said, luxury of necessity. So he went, he took a job. And the wife knew learning was important too. And they had learning say, the learning time, and the house even when they had to. And all of a sudden, step by step, 
where the children went to yeshiva, Beis Yaakov, another discussion with the rabbi. Instead of the argument, best who's doing, they yeah, discuss it, go to the rabbi and discuss it. All of a sudden it becomes a different life. Decision with Panasa, decision with yeshivas, as far as where you're going to live, you should move here, move here. Every bit part of your life. As soon as you make a decision on your own and there's arguments, discussions about it, but you have Das Torah. There's so much, everyone has the opportunity. doesn't say for nothing. It's a real, it's a reality. It really is a reality. And to ask, even a man who's learning Seder, how to work on himself, Midos, what he has to work on, discuss it. Lady too, maybe some guy, the rabbi, the rebison, who's uh, there for constructive purposes, how to be better to the husband or rebison. If the woman had trouble with the husband, he was like a grouch or whatever it was. So the, the rebison said to the lady, just start listening to him and see what he does and encourage and all of a sudden, it's an argument every point. He's, all of a sudden, she said, wow, it's changed overnight. And it takes a little longer, but that's what this one did. It's over and over again, it happens. I heard a story that lady couldn't take it anymore, couldn't take it anymore. So that's uh, okay. Rabbi didn't know the husband, so he comes home. Give him that half-hour break. Give him that space. Maybe that's what he needs. All of a sudden, she did. Next day, they called. She called. She goes, wow, it's a different husband. Emmanuel comes home, takes a little walk around the belly, relaxes a little bit, comes home ready to help. Love it, Amelech. This is the difference. Not just go on the couch and wake the kids, wake the children up because the wife <laughs> wife gets them to sleep, and all of a sudden you wake them up, and you're the big hero. You're the, you're the get-along guy, and a poor lady has now put it, if you go out again, who's putting them in bed again? But these things, these, the, from the morning activities, the afternoon activities, to the night activities, to your personal activities. It's very important. One man got married, and they went upstate to uh, be counselors over the summer. So they had were free in the afternoons, and the lady, want, they wanted to do so in the afternoons all the time. And the man, not used to this, just go to the river. I, I, I can walk and talk for two, three hours. I never did this before. So the rabbi said, this is what you have to do. And you have a wife, you're, you're lucky, you're fortunate. We have a reflective listening. Everyone has to see you. What's your wife's important to your wife? Get get involved. You'll see if the wife's going to be interested. Get involved with what your husband's interested in. But it's work, and all of a sudden, it was created. It's a relationship created because he gave his wife time. He ended up giving his wife notes in the morning, and calls during the day, comes home, ready to help, because we created one in marriage. So we said, look, I'm to... How to work with his lady. And she also listened. Becomes 90%. And everyone knows marriage and bringing a family. So much every day. That goes on. It's hard to get used to a lady. Get used to a man. It's a, even though 5,700 years have been pretty much the same. Both sides. And children and parents with all the books coming out. Yet on the other hand. If you know you have someone. The children know. It's a whole different thing with children. One man, uh, the children got him a Beckish, a nice, long, so he's, I can't take the rough house. I can't take this. This is like, my, the rabbis wear this. I'm just a regular fellow. One of his sons piped up. Abba, why don't you ask the rabbi? <laughs> so he said, he figured, okay, I'll ask the rabbi. Called up the rabbi and said, Rabbi, Rabbi, I, 
They got me a nice on Shabbos, a Bekish is really nice and feel like the Rebbe has. And I feel nervous. It was not me. Uh, how could I wear? The Rebbe said, yes, wear it. You're moving up a notch. Your family will enjoy it. You're moving up a notch. And on his own, he know the children piped up. And uh, Baruch Hashem. So there's so much we can gain. Especially this, what is Moshe Rabbeinu? What happened in the Midbar? And it's human triumph. It was all about the Moshe Rabbeinu and the Rabbeinu is the Canaan and the leaders. And you see, Pachish Yisro, the Dibros, to the, to the judges, Mishpatim. There's so much that tells you, say, look, arrive, get one, get one, get one, get one, get one, get one, get one. And you'll see everything else where we just said we have to work on. We have to work on the thank yous. And iron, looking at people in a good way. And knock it into our heads. And we have to work on accepting other people. It's okay. Accepting is okay. doesn't mean you're weak. You see, you have to see how to work with it. But then, say, this is the time. Everyone has that inside a, a spark from Yisiyah Mitzrayim. At that point, we said, our... Our king, our boss is Hashem. The Vekas changed and Hashem made it. It was a permanent thing. The desire to get close to Hashem became a permanent thing. That's what we mentioned earlier in the talk. Person way, way off. Never saw anything about Yiddishkeit. Tell them to step, step on a safer Torah. You'll see. It's not so simple. Not so simple. Certain things are still not simple to people far away. Because there's something there. There's something there. In all of us. And this is the time. This is the time to stimulate it, to wake it up again. So just a quick review. Thank you, thank you, as you're walking in the street. Mold your mind, mold your mind. I am told Gichizek encouragement. Everyone doing well. All the time they do well. Accept, 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 and learn to deal, and learn to improve yourself. And and lastly, and firstly, someone to ask start now dating it all said very important before you're dating before the engagement husband and wife have to say we have a rabbi you can name the rabbi before you get engaged then it's going to stick if you get married then it's hard then oh, your opinion or my opinion I don't, no 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 before you and definitely before you get married say like a rabbi everybody you get near it even before engagement that's when you should both agree. But after you get married and you didn't, start now. Right, one year, two years, ten years, twenty years. Ask. Ask and get somebody now, now, now. So with all our work and all our endeavors and all the with the with the all the stimuli that pulls us away from thinking about the boys and the right path, we can get on. And it will save so many controversies. And at the same time, it gives you so much good direction. So much good direction. It will help you, your family, your friends, and everyone. So Hashem should bless us with our Rabbah. Those who have to get married should get married. With Fuas, Yeshua's immediately in marriage. You should be the best husband and wife. You should also, Ramilla's teaching of marriage is spread <laughs> all over the world. Panasuch come easy for everyone. Everyone should have a slokarabba. 
Chachos v'smeach. All year round. And see you in Great for 718-339-6020. 347-563-0951. Call to Venaslocha Rabbah.